Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by John Boy Media. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick, And we have a divisional round, Giants at Eagles, round three, playoff preview. It's mm. very fun to beat the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of fun. Lived in that for a few days. But now we are on to the Eagles, a better team. People saying that the Giants were a fluke in that Vikings game, and they're lucky, blah, 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 and the Vikings aren't that good. Screw them. But. With that being said, the Eagles are a different animal for the Giants this week. But, man, I, Justin, I can't lie. Prepping for this, not just getting hyped up for this, prepping for this gives me more confidence because I'll t- tell you one thing, two things. The Giants are a totally different team than the team that lost 48-22 a month ago. Yeah. Offensively, schematic-wise, even in some personnel-wise, like even in that game, Kenny Galladay was splitting reps with Isaiah Hodgins. Defensively, uh, Leonard Williams not there, Dory Jackson, Xavier McKinney, and Jared Davis. I don't think I think that can be a little underrated too. Uh, I forgot about Leonard Williams. You know, we always talk about McKinney and Jackson, but I did forget about Leonard Williams. And the way that game broke, it was just, it was the Giants' worst game of the season, and it was the last game before the Giants' offense like changed into the Daniel Jones drop back offense. Moment, so yeah. we're gonna get into all of it. Man, but I'm pumped, and I I am ready to go at the Philadelphia Eagles' heads. Yeah, I mean, this is a Giants team right now that I think they have. A, they feel like they have something to prove. They're definitely 100% being doubted. I love that we're back on the boat of being doubted, by the way. Like, against the Vikings, it was like, di- didn't feel good. Didn't feel good that the Giants were being favored and et cetera, et cetera. I love that we're back in the being doubted boat. Daniel Jones did the gritty. Uh, during Thursday's practice. This is a loose team. This is a confident bunch. They feel like they have something to prove, but they're also a confident bunch playing their best football right now against a team that does have the pressure to win. That is undoubtedly more talented, which, man, like I, I feel like as we get more closer to the game, I'm going to become maybe a little bit more confident. But like just throughout this whole week, I've just been deathly afraid of recognizing that this Giants team, we know that they're not super talented, being deathly afraid of you can make an argument that the Eagles have one of the best rosters in football, but the Giants have the momentum heading into this game. They've been playing their best football of the entire season, and also they've been playing good football that you feel like you know, it's good, sustainable offensive football that they can take even into next year, not just ground and pound Saquon Barkley. Oh, can they sustain that? I'm not asking myself, can the Giants sustain their offensive offensive success? Because it's centered around their quarterback and their running back and everybody else is following from the success of the quarterback. So we're going to find out. 
how much momentum and how much playing your best football and playing good football at the right time. We're going to find out if that's a thing this Saturday night because the Eagles are not playing their best football. They've had everybody hurt. The Giants are playing their best football right now. The Giants are playing their best football. They are a different team uh, schematically and personnel-wise like we talked <laughs> about with the defense. And the Eagles aren't playing their best football. And that Week 18 game may have been meaningless, but the film and the things that Wink Martindale did to that offense – are not meaningless. And I think you're going to see a similar game plan just with different players, right? All the starters will be playing. And I think that was, that was kind of invaluable that game because it's just, there, there was lessons learned about Jalen hurts in this game. And it's changed the way I would attack Jalen hurts Um, where we'll, we'll get into all of that. I want to talk about the giants offense first, first, before we uh, get into this preview, this episode was brought to you by some special people. We got Daniel Coppolo. He's the lowest cop on the totem pole. Giovanni Hernandez, our guy, Andre uh, Guarin. Benjamin McNeil. He's uh, not Evan Neal. He's McNeil. Quentin uh, Karn Duff. W. Cran, Cranberry. Eric Richardson. Quentin Richardson's brother. Jason Soderstrom. Uh, yeah. Dan Schofield. <laughs> no joke. Kyle Duval. Duval. Mark Ham. Uh, he's just a ham. KD, Kevin Durant, one of uh, in in the group. Morgan Kelly or Kelly Morgan. Two. Hey, that guy has two first names and mm. two first names that can be man or woman. So we don't even know if Morgan Kelly is a man Love or that. a woman. Paul Dorsa, not Ken Dorsey. Benjamin Whaley. Uh, he's ex- excited as a whale. Musab Imran, David Swerdelo, Maxwell Ickes, Mauricio Lasher. You know what the most recent one is? NYGP. NYGP, uh, Max. I went to college with Max. What's up? What's up, Max? Is, are you lying? No. Unless there's another Max Ickes out there in the world, which don't, I don't think so. Don't so be lying on the internet. That's that's pretty sweet. We both went to St. Joe's in Philly. Boo. Philly, we don't like them. Justin, who are these people? They went to patreon.com slash talk of giants for $2 a month plus some other tiers. You get to hang out with us live while we record the show. You're going to want to be there. Saturday night, it'll basically be Sunday morning, too. Who knows when we're going to be recording, but you're going to want to be there. You're going to want to be hanging out. Bobby Skinner sends you some stickers, magnets in the mail. Uh, plus, there's some shirt routes a couple times a month. You could be part of patreon.com slash talking giants. Bobby Skinner, before we talk about the offense, there's two questions I want to ask you. And it's, you know, it's not really like scheme stuff, film stuff. I guess you can really, you can kind of get into it, but how much stock? Like, in your fan brain, I'm not even saying, like, oh, just from a football standpoint and X's and O's, blah, blah, blah. How much is, as a fan right now, and your confidence level, are you taking into account the injury problems of the Eagles? You know, they did have their bye week, and I think a lot of these guys are going to be ready to play besides one of their corners who's bad anyway. Um, do we just approach it, approach it as fans as we're playing them at full strength, or is part of your confidence heading to this game thinking that they're a banged-up team? I... It really doesn't have much. If Lane, if Lane Johnson were to miss, I mean, he's 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 playing though. Yeah, yeah. But also, Lane Johnson has been known to come back and then leave in the same game. Okay, um, Aziz does too. So yeah, wh- that's, whoever whoever does that first, that's fair. So no, I, it really has nothing to do with with the injuries. It, okay, it really doesn't. Because um, that's there, what I was thinking. There's part of your brain yeah. that thinks they're not going to run Jalen Hurts a ton, but if he is that's ready to go, it. like this, you know it. I'm I'm ready for. It. I think it's just playing the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to start with the Giants' offense, and I actually think we'll spend less time on the offense than we will uh, the yeah. defense. And I, the last time they played the Eagles is was the last game before they changed their identity as an offense, right? 
Um, and something we talked about after that commander's tie and then this Eagles game is like, put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands on early downs, drop back passing. And I went back and looked at um, some of my tweets from that game. And after the game, I went and charted. On first and second down, just true drop back passing, which means not play action, um, not RPO, not screen, uh, not not running plays, obviously. On true drop back passing on first and second down, which means you don't have to get a first down on those throws. You can you can keep the, the the ball keep you can put the ball where you want. You know you don't have to get it ten yards down the field. Daniel Jones was ten of thirteen with one hundred twenty five yards and nine point six yards per attempt. And I think this stat is much more important than the others, even though the other ones are important. One sack, one sack. On all other throws, Daniel Jones was 8 for 14, 44 yards, 3.1 yards per attempt, and three sacks. The Giants got on third down. They were still in their run-heavy mode. They tried to run on first down, second down. The play action wasn't working when they were doing it, and they were getting on third downs, and it wasn't working. And you know the run game wasn't working uh, great. It wasn't the worst run game in the world, um, but they had a lot of negative uh, negative runs that put them behind the chains, and it allowed their pass rush to get there, right? Because DJ wasn't able to check down in certain uh, situations. That's what that gives me a lot of confidence that this team could put up 24 27 against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. And there's their D line, their front is definitely scary, right? Like Hassan Riddick, 16 sacks. They have three guys with 11 sacks with uh, Javon Hargrave, uh, Montez Sweat, not Montez Sweat, Josh Sweat, and uh, and uh, Brandon Graham. Yeah, they came a few sacks away from breaking like the single season team sack record. And Fletcher Cox had seven. So that front is, is bad. And Evan Neal versus. Riddick anyone or, and yeah basically <laughs> anyone, anyone <laughs> can wreck this game and if you go back and look at that Eagles game there were times where there was some shots to be taken but the but Evan Neal specifically broke down and it, it didn't allow yeah. the Giants to do that Thomas allowed a sack too when there was a play action uh-huh. fake and you know they the edge the, the Giants so the Giants were at that point too this is a this is a really good point Bobby about talking about just the approach of the Giants offense they're just running play action to death the D- Philadelphia defense has the most tackles for loss in the NFL anyway at 97, which is a pretty nutso number anyway. So even if you could tell those edge rushers that no matter what, go after the quarterback. Yeah, they don't, play aggressive. Don't buy the run because you have the guys in the interior, your, your linebackers, they're going to stop the run anyway. So there was a sack that, you know, the I believe wasn't wasn't Montez Sweat that got it over Andrew Thomas? Josh Sweat. We got we got we we keep doing the Montez Sweat thing. Shit, Josh Sweat. Um, it was Josh Sweat who just was not buying the play action. Maybe Andrew Thomas thought that he was going to buy it for a quick sec. Doesn't beats him around the corner. Andrew Thomas a lot of sack, which is rare. Yeah, they and and that's the way those guys. Not even just versus the Giants. That's where the way those guys play, and that's why they're not the best run defense in the world. But like you said, they have the most tackles for loss because they are they shoot gaps. You know. They're not two gapping. They're not trying to set great edges. They are going for those knockout punches in the run game and in the pass game. And that's why they led the league in sacks and tackles for loss. Yeah. So that being said, well, people are like, well, drop back passing. That means more opportunities for sacks. Disagree. I think it's the exact opposite. And we see that with the one sack on the first and second yeah. downs because when you get on early downs, if there's pressure, one DJ can scramble. Right, he could scramble on any downs, but you yeah. can scramble and get five yards. And I also not have a big deal. I also have stats on how good Daniel Jones has been under pressure this year, despite Daniel Jones facing pressure at the second highest rate 
this year. Daniel Jones has the fourth highest completion rate when facing pressures yes. this year as well. So and just and getting the ball out quick, getting the ball out quick. And also, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like I talk about the same freaking thing every single week. I'm glad I get to talk about the same thing every freaking week. So since the Giants are still playing football at the end of January, staying ahead of the sticks and not being in third and long that at the at Especially the end of the day, this pass rush. yes, at the end of the day, that is what is going to define this game uh, along with one other thing that I want to talk about too. But staying ahead of the sticks, early down efficiency, avoiding those third and longs, that, again, just like Minnesota, it's key because you don't want Evan Neal being the reason why this game is wrecked. Absolutely. Um, and so, hey, work, work the quick game, take the shots when they're there. Um, you know, like with the passing game, like you got Hodges and Slayton uh, versus Darius Slay and, and James Bradbury. I'd be looking to attack Darius Slay. I know he's a good corner, but he can he can be taken advantage. He'll give you that inside leverage, and that's where Hodgins can win. Uh, but I actually think this is going to be this is going to be a big Richie James game because those corners are so good. You don't want to test them a ton. Uh, I think Maddox might be back for them as their nickel corner, but working that quick game, finding holes in zone, and Richie James can beat some man coverage too. I think this is going to be a big game for Richie James out of the slot because that pass rush is so good that we're going to have to work some quick game timing stuff, and it's not going to be these all these crossers to Darius Slayton across the field. Does the Eagles, do you feel they run more zone or do they run more man? They mix it up pretty good. Maddox is out for the game, by the way. Oh, Maddox which is that would have that would have been an advantage for the Giants because he's really bad. But yeah, do they do you feel they run more zone or run more man? Uh, I I I actually was looking at that when I watched it. They really do mix it up. Um, but in that Giants game, it seemed like they were playing more man coverage. I don't know if they they trust their patch and the Giants receiving core. Uh, you know, Hodgins had an emergency. Uh, Kenny Galladay was getting actual reps. Yeah. in that first Eagles game. Um, Isaiah Hodgins emerging is big because if if they are going to be playing man against him, um, Isaiah Hodgins has the highest completion percentage caught when facing man coverage at 76.7%. So the emergence of him has been huge in this offense overall. Then if the Eagles want to play man coverage, we know Hodgins can be good there. If they want to play zone, you mentioned Richie James. And they run a lot of zone too. If you mentioned zone for Richie James, Richie James has tied, is tied for the highest completion rate caught when facing zone coverage at 90.9%. So Richie James has kind of had a quiet last few weeks. Um, I, I would like for Richie James to you know emerge again this game, especially if you have Bradbury and Slay on the outside, you know, whoever that slot corner is, you know, maybe Richie James can take advantage of it. Yeah. And I I, I we said it at on the last pod. I'm at a point though with Daniel Jones that and the Giants offenses too, that I trust him, man. Like again, I th- win or lose, I think Daniel Jones is gonna. We're gonna be proud of him after this game. They didn't give him the opportunity in that in that Eagles game no. last time. You know, they they ran the ball a ton. They did play action. You know, in a game where they were losing by a lot for a lot of the game, they were still running those type of things, and it put them behind, like you said, behind the sticks. Now the offense is in his hands. I trust him. I trust him to keep the Giants in this game. It's a very talented team. Evan Neal can wreck it. Uh, you know, their their whole front can wreck it. But I think Daniel Jones is going to keep us in it. Uh, also, DJ did not run much in that first game. And there was only one design run. And it, oh. went, it went for like 15, 20 yards on a read option. We said the same thing about the first Vikings game. We know didn't damn run well, a lot. We know damn well we are going to see a lot of Daniel Jones' legs. Like they know the how valuable of a weapon that is, whether that is design runs um, or, Scrambles. Just, or, or him scrambling. But the way this Eagles front, play, they play aggressive. They are trying to get, blow plays up. It's going to leave them vulnerable. It is absolutely going to leave them vulnerable the way they jump gaps. Um, 
So there's that. And now I expect them to play us differently uh, in the run game. Like the run game was bad last time. Uh, they averaged 3.3 yards per carry. Um, and that was with a Gary Brightwell 17-yard run. They are a little soft up front in the run. Yeah. Like in the interior. Like they got some, you know, like they got some pass rushing defensive tackles. They, they, they can be soft up front. And obviously the Giants are going to run more of their gap stuff where they're pinning and pulling. Um, again, same thing as the Vikings. Maybe more than 14 touches, maybe 18, 19, and getting them involved in the receiving game. But we need the most out of Saquon Barkley on every touch. And this is a, this is not a run defense where that shouldn't happen. Right. Yeah, a lot of my offensive notes, similar to why I think you know our, our kind of offensive segment will be shorter in comparison. It's kind of just doing doing the same things that you've been doing. Very right? similar to the Vikings game plan. Very similar. Um, with the Vikings, I think there are some more longer developing concepts. Which versus the Eagles, you can't really do that. Um, but I do expect some de- like there were some double moves that the Giants could have gotten last time, but the pre- uh, protection didn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, we'll be interesting to see if they go back in the bag for that. Um, you know, I have a uh, question for you. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch this video. I'm really pissed that I didn't. But Dan Orlovsky basically made a video saying that the the way that the Giants were able to attack. I'll just read you the caption. If the Eagles defense sits in their structure, they have most of this season, which is very similar to Minnesota. They'll play into Daniel Jones's hands. Now, it's a four minute breakdown. I I didn't get a chance to watch it. But that caption is at least very interesting to me since you have the Vikings defense, which is the worst in the National Football League and the Eagles pass defense, which I think is the best in the National Football League. But if they're sitting in a similar structure, did you see that? Do you see that? Do you think the Giants can attack it in similar ways? No, because one, the pass rush is a different animal. Right. And two, the Eagles played the Giants differently than they did. Like if if they're living in zone, like they played the Giants differently where they they lined up and man, they put they had a lot of man coverage when they played the Giants in that week 14 game. So, um, you know, like guys are going to have to win versus man. And and the the Eagles are a defense that do that does a good job of changing it up. So, you it's not like the Vikings where you know what you're getting all game or this team where like you know you're going to get pressed up in man coverage all game long. Um so, but hey, DJ, we need you to step up. Like we need you to be the most uh, important player on this offense. Evan Neal. You <laughs> please. Yeah. Please, man. That's my biggest worry. Biggest worry. Absolutely, cuz he can wreck drives. You know, it doesn't matter how good DJ plays. If we get in second and 18s or third and 15s, well, that 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 puts the Giants in issue. But similar to the Vikings game, DJ's got to know. They're like, hey, we know that this is a weakness. Yeah. Be ready to run. Be ready to run. And you can't play call and you can't run your offense scared of it. You kind of you kind of have to embrace it. You know, this is a game where you know, I'd rather I'd rather die trying than. Oh, we're gonna run. We're gonna run the ball on first and second down, and you know, just just run heavy, you know, and even not be efficient doing that, and then just give Philadelphia the ball back without even trying to put the game in Daniel Jones's hands. You gotta at least try, man. You gotta try. Let's talk about. You got anything else on the offense before we talk about the defense? No, nothing else. Um, I want to talk about the start of the game and how it's so crucial. Said the same thing last week with the Vikings, except this Eagles team is built in a very different way than the Vikings. But first. Before we talk about this Giants defense and this Eagles offense, breaking news, Manscaped, they now sell beard products. Man, they got you covered down with the hair down low. Now they got you covered with the hair down up. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro 
kit. Now you could finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and use code GIANTS for 20% off plus free shipping. This cordless trimmer, cordless trimmer, has a rotary, 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 rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons and there's a whole pro beard kit that also comes with three free gifts a beard brush comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress and in that beard kit there's about three different products there's shampoo and conditioner for your beard there's beard oil and beard balm there's so many things for the beard and the face so many bees so to get 20 percent off and free shipping with code giants at manscaped.com that's where i want you to go 20% 20% off plus free shipping with Manscaped at manscaped.com. Use code GIANTS. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Thank you to Manscaped. Promo code GIANTS, 20% off plus free shipping. Justin, I could talk about the defense versus Eagles offense for about 45 minutes. I yeah. really can. Like, I had to condense my notes big time because, I, I mean, I had I had a, over a page of notes um, on, on things that I, I keyed in on and looked at, you know, because I actually went back and watched – I watched that week 18 game not to be like to see who who played well, who didn't. It's like, what did they do? And and why did Jalen Hurts struggle versus it? Now, I'm taking more into account the first Eagle matchup. Because, again, my brain goes to this is a more healthy Eagle team. They had their bye week. Jalen Hurts is not on the injury report. But they were very healthy in that first game. That, well, that's what I'm saying. That I in my brain, that they because they had the bye week and because Jalen Hurts is not on the injury report anymore – I went back. I I didn't even rewatch the Week 18 game. Well, I, I, went back. I watched it for the schematics because the Giants have changed their defense, and it yeah. wasn't like I wanted to see why did Jalen Hurts struggle? Why did Jalen Hurts struggle in that game? Um, and you can go back to the Week 14 game, but guess what? This defense now has a Dory Jackson. We have a we have a really like an awesome corner. We didn't have that before. We didn't have any good corners in that game. Uh, we didn't have Leonard Williams, and they were able to run at will on us we didn't have xavier mckinney and julian love whiffed on on a fourth down that ended up turning into a touchdown which can i tell you about the scenario and how that game went from a game that the giants were probably going to lose to a game that just became a blowout within two minutes basically about five plays yeah 12 minutes and 39 seconds left in the second quarter eagles are already up seven nothing all right fine eagles have a fourth and seven at the giants 41 yard line all right giants may get the ball back we may do something Go down, score seven points. Nope, they go for it on fourth and seven. What are you doing? Dumb move, right? Nope, 41-yard touchdown to Devontae Smith. Julian Love misses the interception. Darnay Holmes diving in coverage. Should have been a Giants pick. Should have been Giants ball, but instead it's 14-0. Um, Jamie, uh, Giants get the ball back. Jamie Gilliam, what is he, like fumble a snap? Just drops the oh, punt. Oh, yeah, that, that was the stupid just dropped drop punt. Um, Eagles get the ball back right away. Eight minutes and 24 seconds left in the second quarter. Um, A.J. Brown, 33-yard touchdown. It is now Eagles 21, Giants 0 in a matter of, like Bobby said, about three, four minutes. A.J. Brown, and it's, and it's key to mention how they did that, not just because, guess what? Good teams score, and they can score quick. Well, the Devontae Smith touchdown. Uh, Darnay Holmes on him on a fourth and seven when you're yeah. blitzing. I bet Adora Jackson will probably be on him in that situation. Yeah, that, that's that's a debate. But yeah. I bet Xavier McKinney would be playing deep and playing that. And, or even Julian Love just not making that same Hey, just don't do that. Again. <laughs> I don't think we can bet on Jamie Gillian dropping a punt, or hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully And not. then the A.J. Brown touchdown was versus Nick McLeod on a long developing, like, uh, it was like you know showing a crosser and then seaming up, and then Jason Pinnock at deep safety was just totally lost, 
and didn't and didn't jump on it. And again, like you said, that was a huge that 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 essentially ended the game right there. Yeah, in the second that quarter. Sequence. In the second quarter, you know that's you know that Giants first that first Giants Eagles game. I don't think the Giants come out and win that game, especially with their mentality on offense. But it could have been a game for longer than it basically ending with eight minutes left in the second quarter. It being twenty one nothing. Yeah. All right, so but how do we attack Jalen Hurts? And again, this is why I went to that Week 18 game because it was not simply oh Jalen Hurts wasn't running, right? That has something to do with it. But how, why it did a lot to do with it? Why did their passing no? But why did their passing offense not work? Okay, why did their passing offense not work? Um, because in that first game they sat that first drive they sat in zone and Jalen Hurts went eight for eight, seventy three yards, and they got aggressive, went thirteen to twenty three for one hundred forty four yards, and Jalen Hurts we know. Uh, is complete 60% of his passes when blitzed. When he's not blitzed, he completes 70% of the passes. So going into that game, we said, like, you, you kind of just got to attack him, right? Because of because of uh, those tendencies, that's where he can miss versus man coverage. Uh, that's when Jalen Hurts can have his issues when he's blitzed and, 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 and versus man coverage. Yeah, and I have stats on that. Um, Jalen Hurts in a clean pocket, 75% completion rate, 8.8 yards per attempt, 18 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, with a turnover-worthy play rate, uh, that's 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 really low, uh, good, good amount low. Jalen Hurts, when he's facing pressure, 44.4 completion rate, 5.5 yards per attempt, only four touchdowns, two interceptions, with a turnover-worthy play rate that is twice as high compared to when he is in a clean pocket. So even if they're even if the Eagles' mentality of getting rid of the ball quick and getting you know getting the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands, if that is if that's still the game plan, I am really kind of hoping that Wink Martindale can cook something up where he's getting untouched pressures. I think getting, I think the schematic part of it is almost going to be bigger and more than just the Jimmys and Joes on the backside and getting those untouched pressures, untouched hits. When you blitz, you cannot allow Jalen Hurts to scramble. That's what. No, that's when. That's where the, the Jimmys and Joes comes in. That's that when you blitz, you cannot allow Jalen Hurts to scramble. And I actually think edge pressure is more important than interior pressure in this game. Right. That's where you can get the untouched stuff. When, well, no, I'm just. I'm not even talking about untouched stuff. I'm just talking about guys beating their guys. And yeah. Kayvon had success versus Jordan Malata when they played. I don't know if Aziz is going to play. He did have some success versus Lane Johnson, and they lined him up on the interior and got got some favorable matchups for him. And he had that sack that forced him down to the two yard line. So. You know, we need those guys to win more on the edge. Um, in fact, I'm Dexter Lawrence, I know he's all pro right now. The team that had the most success versus him was the Eagles. Like yeah. Jason Kelsey's a really good center. Kelsey brought the party to him. They did really. Now, when Dex got lined up on guards, uh, I forget the right guard's name, and then the left guard, Landon Dickerson, he did do well. But versus Jason Kelsey, and I know they gave some help on him, but Jason Kelsey held his own, and Dexter Lawrence was not able to dominate him in that game. But also, they didn't have. Uh, a Leonard Williams, you know, getting a one-on-ones from how they treated Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. So obviously, no shit Sherlock take that the pressure's got to get there. But for Wink Martindale, I went back and watched that Week 18 game, and Jalen Hurts didn't struggle because he couldn't run. Jalen Hurts struggled because he did not have clean looks of what the defense was doing. There was times where he was reading man, and he's like, oh, it's zone. He would pull it, and there'd be a sack in the red zone, and they were very, very bad in the red zone. And that, to me, is the key for Wink Martindale, is that you absolutely got to pressure and blitz, right? And I think more so on third down. But Jalen Hurts, when you play zone, is great. Great, great. If you just if you just are a zone team at getting the ball to the right place. And if you're playing off coverage on A.J. Brown, he's going to hit him on the free release. So 
I think one, you got to press up AJ Brown and give some help over the top to that side. Um, you want to press up AJ Brown, yeah, and and shade the safety over shade the safety over him. Uh, but they're gonna work from. You just got to change up your looks defensively. Like you don't spam one coverage. Like they ran a ton of quarters versus the Vikings. Run some quarters, yes. Run some cover too. Like you know. Uh, you know, run, co- you know, cover three from too high safety when you, you can bang one down. So that would be the key is just don't give clean looks of coverages to Jalen Hurts because that's yeah. when he wins. And then when you do want to run man coverage, you got to get home. And that whether that's sending five or six, you got to get home or or just your guys winning because that's that's how you win against him. But Jalen Hurts looked lost in that last game of the season. And it was not because of his shoulder. It was because Wink Martindale threw coverage after coverage at him uh, and really got him second guessing. And it led to pressure and it led to inaccurate throws and it led to him just not throwing the ball at all. And that was a different defensive personnel too, which a lot lot of different guys. Yeah, it was all backups. Yeah, a lot of different guys in there. So that's actually, you know, it's pretty surprising to hear. I didn't take much stock into that Eagle game, but it's pretty pretty shocking to hear that, you know, despite – a lot of different starters, new faces, things like that for that one game that Wink Martindale was still throwing all those different coverages out there. I, you know, I hope that he does the same thing again. I want I wanted to just talk about the start of the game and then we can obviously get back to more of the schematic stuff. But just like game notes and path to victory in, in, in my head, because this uh, this is a game that I am I am deathly nervous of. You know, I'm, I do not have the same kind of blind confidence <laughs> that, that not blind confidence. I don't have the same confidence that, that, that you have. But the start of this game is so crucial like it's one of those things where if the Giants are whether they're down by three or I feel like they're in the game at the end of quarter one then I'll be like all right I'm settled in I'm ready for the heavyweight fight but the start of this game is so crucial because I feel like this is an Eagles team that is built to get ahead and stay ahead and those are the teams that I'm so envious and jealous of in the NFL where you have an explosive pass offense very very explosive pass offense you have a good running offense and a good pass defense like those three things, I think, are just ultimately the success to getting out to an early lead on offense. And then you keep that by having a good pass defense. And obviously, the Eagles having a good rushing offense, too. We haven't even talked about that yet. I'm sure we'll talk about it soon. So um, they cannot get off to this Wink Martindale defense. They cannot get they cannot have the slow start. Can't afford it. And again, they have much better players now. Um, let's talk about Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Yeah. We talked about this matchup a lot the first time we previewed this game without Adoree Jackson. They line up Devontae Smith all over the feet, like in the slot and outside. Here's what I would try to do is when you're in man coverage, I don't care if he's slot or outside, I would have Adoree on him. When, 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 I don't you, think they're going to do that. They, they had, you know, they, they follow Jefferson in there. When they are in man coverage, you have Adoree on him. And I don't know if Flot's going to play. Flot's actually made some good plays against A.J. Brown in two games. Or Fabian Moreau. With A.J. Brown, everyone worries about the big play, right? And and rightfully so. But that's not how A.J. Brown is great. A.J. Brown is, one, he creates the big play. But then these corners and these defenses play off of him. And that's when Jalen Hurts is at his best. Because guess what? Now we got free releases all day. Yep. And AJ Brown's a really he's not just some deep threat. He's a really good wide receiver. You know, you don't you don't have uh you know fifteen hundred yards in a season. Uh what do you have, by, what do you have seventeen yards per catch? Yeah, you don't do that by just being a deep threat. He will take those free releases and eat. So you gotta you gotta press up AJ Brown. And I don't care if you think he's too big. Well, guess what? 
let's shade the safety over to that side because now we have an Adoree Jackson and I think the focus has to be on stopping Devontae Smith because as great as A.J. Brown is, Devontae Smith had seven more catches than him this season, a a 10% higher catch rate. Devontae Smith is what keeps Jalen Hurts on schedule. Yeah. Right. It keeps him from getting behind uh, behind the sticks. Devontae Smith is that guy to me. So if A.J. Brown beats us on a big player or two, I'm not freaking out about that. If Devontae Smith is catching 80 percent of his passes, that's what I'm worried about, because that means Jalen Hurts is operating the offense at a high level. So the best way to get Jalen Hurts off from operating the offense at a high level is to muddy up Devontae Smith and Adore Jackson is 100% capable of doing it. So again, you're not going to have a Dory Jackson follow him everywhere, but you try and get a Dory Jackson matched up on him. And when you're in man coverage, you got no excuse to not put him on them. Yeah. Well, you were talking about AJ Brown and so, so your approach to AJ Brown, you want to man him up, play close, play, play press. Even right? if you play zone, just don't give him free releases. Yeah. Cause I, because that's where he gets you on these little six yard outs, the slants, these curls, like he's a really good route yeah. runner and he has such great vertical sell that even if you play off coverage, he'll get you in your back pedal and he'll break off and he'll get those. Like, I'm not worried about the big play. I'm worried about this Eagles offense being able to complete 75% of their passes. Yeah, yeah. Um, A.J. Brown against man coverage this year is the third most targets. He's tied for the most receptions in the league at 33 as the second most yards and the most touchdowns. And he's tied for the fourth highest PFF receiving grade out of 102 wide receivers against man coverage. And A.J. Brown, of course, why why I'm with you in saying I don't want to give him a, just a free release because A.J. Brown is still top 10 in the National Football League in yards after the catch over expectation, meaning when he gets the ball in his hands, um, he gets more yards after the catch than what he's quote-unquote expected to do. He's big, he's physical. So I'm like, I'm like stuck in this mindset of, yeah, I, I want the Giants to be aggressive and press, but also the, the Eagles will get that big explosive play. But also, do you, do we trust our defense to – do we allow that underneath stuff and do we trust our defense to come up and, and make the tackle prevent yards after the catch? Because this Eagles offense, they're they're deadly, they're explosive. Do you I, – I don't know where I'm at, man, because they're just good. You have they're to really throw different good. looks at them. Yeah. That's the way to stop Jalen Hurts yeah. is because if you sit back in zone, he's going he's, he's gonna to make the right decision. Like he's a much better court, – he's a really good quarterback now. Um, but – you you press up a man. Well, guess what? His legs are gonna his legs are gonna kill you. Devontae Smith is gonna win in man coverage. AJ Brown's gonna win in man coverage. You know, so it's like when you do run man, you gotta run pressure. Like you really just gotta throw different looks at these at them play after play after play. Yeah. Like show one thing, do another. That is the way. That and that is what happened in that Eagles game. I don't know if that was a symptom of like, hey, this game doesn't matter much. We're just gonna run a whole bunch of different coverages. But I hope they learned something from that. Um because that is that is that is the way. Um, I do think we're going to see Darnay Holmes on Devontae Smith whenever Devontae Smith is in the slot. I, I I think that's inevitable. We we've asked for you know Darnay Holmes to be you know kind of moved out of there, maybe put Flot in there, or Dory Jackson to kind of follow some people. Sometimes I well, I Dory just, does follow guys into the slot. Yeah, but I I think we're going to see Devontae Smith and Darnay Holmes. I just think that's a matchup that we're inevitably going going to see well yeah if they're he's their slot corner they're not gonna you're not gonna let uh offense dict, uh dictate what you do yeah and it was a fun matchup i mean i i know darnay lost inevitably when Devonte smith caught that 41 yard touchdown but there was some pass deflections and some nice plays that darnay holmes had on Devonte smith so i'm not like 
shaking in my boots thinking about that. I am I am shaking my boots thinking about, oh, well, if Darnay Holmes, hold, Darnay Holmes holds and gets a holding penalty, pass interference, whatever, I can see that happening. But I just think that that's going to happen, and there may be some plays where Devontae Smith wins or maybe some plays that Darnay Holmes wins. Adore's played in the slot about – I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. It's here, here. I'm just gonna. Here. Ask, I'm not even gonna do the math in my head. You guys are gonna see me do math live on the on the show. Love it. Because Eagles, they don't have. They have more than one good wide receiver, so it's not just like Adoree Jackson's gonna just follow one person. No, but on, on, when you're in man coverage, I want Adoree. Yeah. On him. Uh, mm. Let's do it. Fifteen percent of the time, Adoree Jackson right. uh, has has lined up in the slot. All right. Okay. Um. Now here is the run game. The run game. We'll see how healthy Jalen Hurts is. Um, Leonard Williams being back is huge because yes. they like Dexter. Like, say what you want about like like Dexter Lawrence is really good. Jason Kelsey is great at working leverage, so Dexter Lawrence can have a really good rep. Jason Kelsey's not going to let him blow up the run like that. We need the, uh, now we're playing from light boxes, which we didn't do. We did a little bit in that game. It was about fifty fifty or so. We need Leonard Williams to step up and make plays in the run game. Whether if and because they're going to pull you and they're going to trap you, they're going to run a ton of RPOs. Like they're going to throw a ton of stuff at you. They run the most RPOs in in the NFL. We need our D line to step up, and they are going to pull and trap away from Dexter Lawrence um, as the nose tackle, and they're going to try and get outside. You know, run up the tackle trap. They're going to try and get outside of the tackles, um, and and they have a obviously a very very good offensive line. Um, so they, you got to have disruptive plays in the run game. You really do. Yeah, if I'm the Eagles, I'm utilizing 12 personnel, and I'm running out of it a lot. Um, th- this forces more Giants defense alignment on the field, which the Giants are not strong in. I mean, their only strength on the defensive line is Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence. You know, when you have more base sets and more interior defense alignment on the field, that's Justin Ellis, that's Ryder Anderson, that's Henry Mundo, even though I think he's third in that rotation. It also forces linebackers to make plays, and it takes guys like Landon Collins, Tony Jefferson off the field with less safeties on the field as well. So the Eagles did utilize 12 personnel in the first matchup. They largely did run out of it. They did throw out of it a good chunk, and also you know putting putting some linebackers in conflict and coverage and getting the tight end, getting the ball to the tight ends over the middle of the field. So I, I know the Eagles also like to do this thing where they just press spam on throwing the ball. If if I'm a, I'm rooting for less tight ends on the field, more shotgun, more spread it out. If I'm if I'm a Giants fan, because I want I want Tony Jefferson, I want Landon Collins, I I want them throwing the ball because I, I'm waiting for a team to just finally say, "Fuck it, we're just gonna run the ball on this terrible run defense." Nobody has done it yet, and I think the Eagles, if they want to, they can, but I don't think they will. Yeah, and Jared Davis being back is or being, be here. being here makes a difference, not because he's some great linebacker, but when you play a team that pulls like that, you kind of need someone to just be aggressive and bust stuff up, right? And that's what Davis he did. Does. And he was really good in the red zone, like really, really good linebacker play in the red zone. And that's, you know, that that week 18 game when he played, yeah. it wasn't like the Eagles weren't able to move the ball. So they just couldn't. Once they got down to the red zone, they weren't able to do anything. Um, you know, so you, you got to you gotta really go, let him go out there and bust stuff up. I really wish, I know it's not going to happen, that way they just take Jalen Smith off the field because, one, he's very bad, very, he very, very bad against this type of offense. 
And he's just been – I mean, he just gave up a wide-open touchdown to KJ Osborne He's not, he's not a good game. player. I, I really wish they'd go to Davis and McFadden. I think that would be the better option. It's not going to happen, but I think that would be the better option despite Jaden Smith probably being the best tackler yeah. um, out of the linebackers. Yeah. Um, Eagles offense is one of the best on getting into third and shorts. Um, and they are the best at converting on third and short. They convert. Yeah. And when it's third down, when it's fourth down, they convert. Yeah, Vikings were dumb on some third downs, and they faced a, a good amount of third and shorts, especially in that first half. Uh, uh, I'm not betting on Philly doing the same thing and being dumb on some third downs, and they also won't hesitate to go for it on fourth down either. So and they will, they are the best QB sneak team in the NFL. One hundred percent. They do it like they they have like a new way of doing it. But this is strength versus strength. Uh, the Giants uh, and Baltimore defenses are the only two teams ranked inside the top five in third down conversion rate um, and red zone touchdown rate, the lowest red zone touchdown rate. And the Philadelphia and Kansas City offenses are the only two teams that rank top five in third down rate, fourth down rate conversion rate, and red zone touchdown conversion rate in the NFL. So this is strength versus strength going at each other. Giants are good on third down in the red zone. So are the Eagles on offense. Do we got anything else before we bring Danny King on? No, we have nothing else. I feel I am scared. <laughs> I think this Giants team could win, man. I, I really do, but... I'm I'm just I'm scared, man. I'm scared of this game. I'm scared of this Eagles team. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are obviously more talented. They're going to be favored, right? But the Giants are just a different team than they saw in Week 14. Yeah. And Dan, they put the offense in Daniel Jones' hands more, and he has shown up, and he has proven that that was that's the right decision, and that also allows Saquon to be the best version of himself. We didn't even mention Saquon. No, in, in, in top of this, <laughs> um, but Saquon at that point was like at, that was the lowest point of the season for Saquon. Yeah, where he, sure. he was, you know, he was even battling the uh, some injury uh, in that game, and you know, at, at that after that Eagles game, if you looked at the last month of, of the season, Daniel Jones had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Um, over that period of time so obviously Saquon has got to be a big part of it but all right anything else before we bring Danny King on let's bring on Danny King let's bring on Danny King come on pay attention in there let's go we got a beautiful day work play fast play fast whoa ah. all right we now welcome on to the program our good friend Danny King Danny King this is your. This is the first Talking Giants pod from California. How's California treating you? It's nice. It is very nice. Uh, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I still have a whole day basically after each Giants game because it'll only be five fifteen on Saturday night. So I'm excited for that. But it's nice, and obviously a lot of Giants fans in California. I ran into a lot at the airport when I arrived, and I've seen a lot more in the area. So I, I feel more at home knowing that there's all these beautiful people around here. Anybody recognize you? Uh, no, not yet. I, I, but I mean, like, I'm not, maybe if I wear the sweatshirt, it, it would get, not yet. I'm just walking. I've only been walking around with my Danny Dines and my Giants blue sweatshirt, but I'll probably got to wear my talk of Giants one. Plus I just moved in. It'd be weird if I'm just walking around with a culture of violence, like right away. I need to give it like, mm. yeah, California is not for, are violence. you there uh, by like by yourself or with other Ithaca students? Uh, other, other, uh, it's like a whole program out here. He's got the boys living with him. Exactly. Yeah, that's boys. well. Uh, yeah, that's you, you need. You need. You need the guy. Uh, you know the the fam. The guys. The fam with you. Exactly. Um, Bob. Uh, people our age, Danny, say the boys. People Bobby's age say the guys. Exactly. I just didn't want to repeat what Justin said. No. Uh, yeah. Um. So you're not gonna. So you just keep skipping our live events. Are so right now. I'm looking at it, and the live event sold out. But I think we're gonna add 50 tickets. So 
if you guys want to go, Billy's in the Bronx. Uh, we'll put the link in the description. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to text right now. If we get far enough and uh, there, there's uh, something going on in Phoenix, I would be more than willing to go down to Phoenix. Hey, Danny, we could be going to Phoenix in a couple weeks. We hey, don't know. Hey, Danny, is the, the reason is the reason why you're not um, is the reason why you're not do, coming to our live events is because Bobby has threatened violence against you if you do attend. I've never. I didn't do that. I want Danny. We had a Danny King chant going. No, 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 no. You wanted to go on WFAN a couple weeks ago and say, "Oh come yeah, to, I forgot about come that." To, oh yeah, you <laughs> forgot about that. Come to come to Mister Purple because we will hurt. We may even murder Danny. You used the word murder, not just hurt. I didn't say. I, mean, I said kill. It, 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 it oh. would have been worth it for the watch party, but it's just so like everything just so happened that uh, I was not around and just moved half all the way across the country. Yeah. Um. Hey, Danny. What's the weather yeah. going to be like? Yeah, what's the weather oh, the, like in the weather, yeah, Philadelphia? We actually, we actually get a weather report this week. We're not in the dome, so that's fun. Uh, it's going to be just just beautiful weather. It's going to be 39 degrees, clear, no clouds, very, very little wind. It's just a, a a beautiful Saturday night if you're going to that wretched city of Philadelphia. I feel I, – I, I worry about the safety of, like, LPG and stuff. I, this weekend every job like, I worry about. It's it's gonna be nuts. It is gonna be it is gonna be ruckus. But I hope Nick Gates is shushing by the end. If the Giants win, he'll need like a Nick Saban like state trooper escort out of the stadium. Yeah. Do we have it's any just, trivia this week? We do. Uh, we do. We do. We do. First off, I learned the Giants have played the Eagles four times in the playoffs, and they the series is split two and two. That was a fun little thing I, I learned. I was going for trivia, but obviously the Giants and the Eagles have played once in the divisional round, and that was two thousand a game in which the Giants won. And the Giants scored first on the opening kickoff return. Uh, does anyone, you guys know who returned that kickoff for a touchdown? 2000. Oh, shit. I know shit, who it is, but his, shit. his name is not. Didn't he also return one in the Super Bowl, yes, too? He did. Mother trucker. It's not. Um, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I know. Oh, it's, it's, it's so frustrating that I can't think of his. Um, his name. No, 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 First, no, I, no. I keep on like getting Dominic Hickson in my head, even though I know it's, no, do not, it's not Dominic Hickson. I cannot get this wrong. I uh, We've talked about Are you about Googling him. it? I'm not Googling it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, this is embarrassing. Wow. That guy who got I, really mad at us last week for not getting Tim, like is it Tim something? No. no. It was not Joe Jarevich. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I got it, 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 I got it. It's it's number eighty six, not eighty four. It's eighty six. It's Ron Dixon. Ron Dixon. That's what I always get. Ron Dixon and Dominic Hickson mixed up. That's why Dominic Hickson was Ron. Yeah, that was a and and like you said, he had the one in the Super Bowl too. The only touchdown of the game. We went all out for this one. We went all out. Would have got eviscerated if I didn't get that. I'm really mad. I, I, you were on your computer. I'm not convinced that you weren't Googling. I didn't Google anything. Search, search history check. All right. Time for the fantasy draft. Uh, Danny, you had a great week last week. You took first. Uh, you had 69 points. You still are in third, nice. uh, fi- 51 points back. But you are 12 points behind Justin for second place. Yeah, I'm tanking I'm- it. Uh, and Justin is 39 points bet- behind me for first place. And I'll, we'll be picking in our order. Uh, this week I'll, I'll be first justin second and danny third so if i didn't have a 39 point lead this might be a little more tricky for me but i refuse to pick an eagle first 
I refuse. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's fair. I refuse to do it. Like the Giants are winning, I have confidence. So I, I'm going to Saquon Barkley with one pick one one. Like right so we, the Giants are going to win this game. Therefore, I'm going to take Saquon Barkley with the first overall pick. And he's been playing well. They're going to get him open in space. We need again. We we. I put a lot of emphasis on Saquon in the preview pod last week with the giant factor and everything, but we didn't talk about him much in the beginning. But we, I mean, we really do need Saquon to be huge, and we need superstar plays out of him for the Giants to win. Um, and we did not get that in the last Eagles game. Danny, since the fantasy season's over, I mean, I, I, either either way, there's three weeks left. Either way, no. But here, here's what I'm. Here's my proposal: the fantasy season's over. No, there's three weeks back. left. There's three weeks left. But I also don't want to pick a Philadelphia Eagles. So should Danny and I just make a pact that we just take Giants and we'll just crown you the champion right now? Justin, Danny's oh, had 69 yeah. points last I'm, week. You had I'm, 39. He gained 30 points in one week. If you do that to me, you are nine points back when we play in the conference championship next week. All right. Well, it's like I want to take like Isaiah Hodgins, but that's like a J- dumb Justin, thing I'll keep it a buck with you. I don't want to be last in both. Uh well, I guess we tied in gambling. You'll keep it a buck with me, huh? All right, so then I'll, I'll take. Um, all right, and you take... were first in both last year. All right, uh, give well, me. No um... one finished last in spread. Yeah, pick. no one finished last in spread last. pick. But I don't want to have last. Yep. I don't want to go first last. Give me, give me uh, AJ Brown. There's no reason why. I don't want to explain it. I mean, there are reasons why. It's he's really good. Nope, he's... I don't want to go into it. He sucks, and he scores touchdowns. Danny, you have back-to-back picks. We do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, first one, I'm going to take Isaiah Hodgins here because take the Giants first. I, no, I, I, there's a part of me that really wants to take the killer himself, but. This is the know, time to do it. Because I'm, I'm, it. It's I'm, a playoff I'm, game. They're not going to play those games. Oh, they're not? I'm going to. He always scores against us, and I'm not trying to be in last place. I'm going to have to take Boston Scott. You're taking Boston Scott over Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith? I'm not, actually. You're right, Bob. Actually, no, I'm taking Richie James. Screw it. I'm taking Richie James. And, oh, Richie James. Okay. At least Richie James <laughs> is a little more defendable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went I went for Boston Scott, but I also realized this is literally only the second round. I mean, realistically, he may still be there. But... With Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders still yeah, on the board. Yeah, still, the, the, the big thing is Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders. Like, I'm going to get one of those and guys. And you correct wrong by taking Richie James. I had those guys second and fourth on my big board. I'm, I'm going to get really one of them at six. Devontae Smith. I don't know why. I'm just not feeling him right now. Okay. I know he scores a lot of points, don't get me wrong. But I'm just not feeling Devontae Smith. I feel like he's going to be in for a dud of a game. I'm saying. Justin, your second pick. All right, I'll take, I'll take Miles Sanders. Justin is taking... Miles Sanders. So I, I'm embracing the mush this week. By the way, I'm embracing it. I can also claim I mean, that's why I didn't take Devontae Smith, not because of how, that. how often, if not ever, did I have the first pick and, and get I get second guy I get one board. and two on the big board. Yeah, one and two on the big board. Darius Slayton, um, Devontae Smith. Oh, but I am going to take Darius Slayton too. Uh, he's. I, I'm going off of my big board. I'm going a little hard on this. We need you, man. We need you. We got you. Got to flush out last week. We need you, man. You had four. You had 88 yards last week. We need that again. Can't have the drops. Darius Slayton. I'm going to go with you over that little bitch I sucker punched in South Dakota. Justin, your <laughs> third pick. Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah, Isaiah go. Hodgins already off the board. Danny took him. I did take Isaiah Hodgins. That is correct. Boston Scott. 
Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed now. I, I was going to take the Yeah, you can't hate that pick at this point. No, um, no, 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 no. All Eagles on my team. Yeah, hopefully Danny does end up winning fantasy, taking second place yeah, I, in fantasy. Yeah, I, I, I want it. I'm rooting for it. Danny, you have uh, your last two picks. Tanking for a draft pick. Wait, so no has the guy Bobby Punch been taken yet? No. No, I'll take Dallas Goddard. Mm. Take Dallas you should Goddard. just not even refer to him as by his name anymore, like the guy Bobby Punch. Yeah. You, like know. you got maybe put McKinney on the guy that got Bobby Punched. Um, I was telling somebody in the office about that story this week. Really? Who yeah, was I, it? I, I, I forget who, but I don't know if they were really into it. Maybe I should sucker punch them. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you're, you're, Danny, your last pick. You know what? I'm, I'm going to... Um, this one, I was looking at it, and I think I'm going to go fun with this one because this man scored his first ever touchdown as a New York Giant in a game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And did he play any snaps last week? He did not. But oh, wow. maybe they could play little mind games with uh, huh. the. No. He's not even on the active roster, Danny. Danny, he's not what? even on the active roster. He's not. No. You kidding me? No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Wait, are we? I know who are, we ta- are we talking about two different people here, Bobby? You're talking about two different people. I know exactly we are talking about two going. different people here. I'm taking who Kenny Galladay. Yes. Oh. Yes, I knew exactly where he was going. It's I'm funny that mind my mind. Here. Because Darius Slay gave up that man's first touchdown. What does your mind go to? Chris Myrick? Yeah, Chris Myrick. <laughs> oh, I was not going to take Chris Myrick. I was going to take a minimum Lawrence Cage in that, but I'm thinking Kenny Galladay. It's funny how your how your your two brains work. Uh-huh. Danny says that Kenny Galladay's first. Danny, the way that you did phrase that is that it was Kenny Galladay's first touchdown ever. You did phrase no. it that way. I know that's I know that's not what you meant, but then Bobby's sure brain went to. This is horrible. Bobby's brain went to, oh, Chris Myrick. Maybe I'll take Chris Myrick at the end. Yeah, nah, maybe. No, I'm not. All right, Justin, your last pick. Man, this, the board more? is playing out for me. I have one more? Yeah. I'll take Daniel Bellinger. Give me a giant. You should have just went all in and just took Quez Watkins. Yeah, I should have. Um, Man, I have Quez Watkins. Part of me wants to go to Lawrence Cager. I mean, I was Quez Watkins. I don't think does very much in fantasy. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Lawrence Cager. Screw it. Wow. Big Lawrence Cager draft. Let's go. Holy let's go. Cow. Let's go, Lawrence Cager. I'm going off the big board. And Wes Watkins, you can piss off. All right, to recap, I have Saquon Barkley, Devontae Smith, Darius Slayton, and Lawrence Cager. Justin has A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Daniel Bellinger. And then Danny has Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, Dallas Goddard, and Kenny Galladay. So we thought Kenny Galladay would never be picked in a fantasy draft again. Here here he is. All right, Giant Factors, where we pick our X Factor for the game. I'm up first this week. This Eagles defense is really, really good. They're good at corner. They're good at D-line. They are a very, very solid unit. And we know that pass rush is going to get there, and we know we're going to try and get the ball to Richie James in some quick game. But at the end of the day, we need someone to go out there and win consistently for Daniel Jones to be his best, right? We need someone to go out there and win consistently, be a good route runner, have good hands, be able to make some big splash plays. And that's the guy who is the second player for the Giants to have a 100-yard receiving game in the season for them this year. A guy who wasn't on the Giants this season to start and now is establishing himself. I'm going Isaiah Hodgins. We need Hodgins. We need someone who's smart, tough, dependable in that wide receiver group this week on the outside. Hodgins has been that for Daniel Jones. And if we're going to see Daniel Jones... 
lead this team to the conference championship. But we need a guy. We need someone to help him. And I'm I'm putting my I'm putting my chips. I'm putting my faith in Isaiah Hodgins week. Isaiah Hodgins, you are my giant factor for the divisional round at the Philadelphia Eagles. Justin, your giant factor. Got cooked a little bit. First game is hey, he's been getting cooked kind of all year long at certain points too. Not exactly in favor with the fan base right now because he draws a lot of flags. Talked about him in the first half of the show. Darnay Holmes, you are my giant factor. A little unconventional. If the Giants, or excuse me, if the Eagles want to create some mismatches, if Adoree Jackson is not following and not shadowing Devontae Smith, which I don't think he will be. I think we will see some snaps where Adoree Jackson is covering A.J. Brown. Won't be all the time. I think we're just going to see it. I think the Giants are going to want to kind of run their defense a little bit. I think we're going to have, and I think the Giants do trust, Darnay Holmes to be their slot corner. So that means when Devontae Smith is lining up in the, in the slot, Jalen Hurts may look his way. Darnay Holmes has got to make some plays on the football. It was a fun matchup. It genuinely was a fun matchup, at least for the first half that first time around. Darnay Holmes was getting physical. Darnay Holmes was kind of blanketing Devontae Smith at times, but also Devontae Smith won on that big 40-yard touchdown. Julian Love misses the interception. Darnay Holmes winds up on the ground. Devontae Smith in the end zone. Don't make that happen again. Darnay Holmes. Go out there, be a giant factor. And it's a Darnay Holmes, all his faults. He does make plays, like run game stuff. He had two tackles for loss that weren't run game there in the right. last game. But uh, so we're gonna need we're gonna need Darnay to be his best. J- Danny, who is your giant factor this week? Uh, a wise man once said, "Prime time loves him," and uh, he mm. had his career game in prime time. I'm gonna go Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, just looking at it. It's a, it's a big stage. Well, they, well, obviously, the big stage. Divisional round game. Uh, Saturday night. Kayvon Thibodeau, go out there and ball. You were drafted to be in this position. Well, I don't think we expected to be this early in your career. But we're here. And go, Jalen Hurts, we still don't know how fully healthy he is. Uh, they have the extra week of rest that uh, they were granted by being the number one seed in the NFC. But get after Jalen Hurts. Make him uncomfortable. We saw him be uncomfortable against the third stringers, basically, in the Week 18 game. So, K-Ball, go out there, get a sack, get a playoff sack, and uh, make uh, Philadelphia fans just uh, question everything their organization has done when despise they lose the game you. on Sunday. Make he, them despise you. He had make success me. versus Jordan Mailata, and again, like Ethan said when we were talking earlier, Snow Angel, Jalen Hurts to death. Please, do it. Embrace your bad guy. And... I've right, got spread picks. Um, so we're not count- we're not talking about the records for the regular season. Um, Justin and Danny for make, wild card I, weekend, I you guys went one and four. The listeners went two and three. They'll be represented by Joe uh, Wasserbach, and I just like the regular season in above five hundred and in first place. I went three and two last week. And by the way, I've come. I've used DraftKings, the thing that J- Danny is just going to talk about, three times. Like when I three separate trips. Every single time I come away with money. The first two of the times I came away with like substantially more money. And then after the commander's tie, I came away with like $5 more. Wow. So we'll see if I uh, if I do it again this weekend. Uh, first, Danny, who is bringing uh, spread picks that I may have just said? Uh, you did just name drop them. And they are our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Because the NFL playoff action is continuing once again. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57, which is kind of crazy. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
New customers can bet just five dollars to get two hundred in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers could take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winners with each leg you add up to one hundred percent. It's crazy. As I said that, both my roommates whipped out their phone and instantly started downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is crazy because that's how much they love DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you're looking at the games this week. Obviously, Giants Eagles. I mean, the, if I was able to, the Giants would just be are just enticing to bet. Uh, what do you but, mean if you were able to? I'm in California, and they're not let. They, you can't gamble in California. I don't know what they're doing. You over literally here. just said your roommates just whipped out their phone. Yeah. They're in uh, New York right now. I just oh, they're in New computers. York. Yeah, and they're on. listening. Unlike us Californians, they can gamble. But uh, uh, Cowboys, Niners, actually, no, Bills, Bengals, that'd be a fun game. I would bet the wag is on that one. But right now. Mm. Last time I was in studio, Danny, I bet 20 bucks on the Giants to just flat out win. I think you might be. You might probably should do that again. It's all about tradition. And right now, all of you should go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code WORLD because uh, new customers can bet just $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code WORLD. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. Can you see the show notes for details? Pretty please. Can I make one note on the spreads of all these games this make weekend? I mean, it. Giants is minus seven and a half. I I think the Jags and the Chiefs, I think that should be closer. And yeah. why are the Bills they're favored by five? The spread, the the spread that makes the least sense also to me is the 49ers only being favored by three and a half. Some wacky yeah. spread stuff going on this weekend. We'll I see mean, how you course, do that. Especially with the Niners getting the extra day rest, unlike the Cowboys, since they played Monday night. First game, we have uh, Jags at Chiefs minus eight and a half. The listeners are going Chiefs. I'm also going Chiefs. Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, it, actually, the Giants are winning the Super Bowl. But if the oh, Giants okay. somehow didn't, like some yeah, type wait, of wait, tragedy. There? Some type of tragedy happened, the Chiefs uh, would win the Super some Bowl. Some type of tragedy. By the way, I, I brought this up on this. I have a tweet from 2019 when Patrick Mahomes got his extension. Yeah. Saying that, like. Patrick Mahomes is going to make $45 million more than uh, Daniel Jones when they play in the 2022 Super Bowl. Remind me if that's on the brink of happening to immediately, as soon as that game is over, reply with the t- the podcast link and be like, subscribe to the Talking Giants podcast. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's going to go viral. That will go viral. 100%. You can see the future. Danny. Mm-hmm. Who do you, uh, Yeah, but I got Chiefs minus eight and a half. The Jags are stinky. I don't care if they had a nice comeback win. The Chiefs are a much better team. Danny, who do you got? All right, so I'm looking at it here. Jacksonville, and when they last were in the playoffs, they played close games in the cold weather, and it's going to be cold mm-hmm. in uh, Kansas City. So based off that logic, I am going to take the Jaguars plus eight and a half. What about you, Justin? I'm also picking the Jags to cover, but the Chiefs will win. Yeah, I mean, they'll win the one. All right, Bengals at Bills minus five. Who do you got in this one, Justin? Bengals are winning the Super Bowl, so Bengals. They're going to win the Super Bowl with both their tackles injured. Yes. I'm going. If by some miracle the Giants don't make it. Yeah. Josh Allen be doing some dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah, he also does some really awesome stuff sometimes too. 
but and the Bengals' offensive line is too banged up at this point. Um, you know what else Josh I, Allen does though? Now oh. I am wor- I am worried about. See, I, the the Bengals' defense coordinator, former Giants DB coach Lou Anarumo, uh, I do think he can do some good stuff versus Josh Allen. But the Bills, I think, are just going to win this by seven points. Uh, I, I got the Bills. Danny, are you circling the wagons? Oh, yeah. I was going to say Josh Allen circles the wagons uh, hard, and the Bills will win this game. They will cover their spread, and they will go on to the AFC Championship game, as everyone predicted, and we'll have a neutral site game. And the listeners are also going Bills. Uh Cowboys at 49ers minus three and a half. Who do you got in this one, Danny? I'm going to go on the Niners based off the Cowboys play money, uh, money Monday. Uh, also because the Bucks are bad, and I don't get why we're riding the Cowboys like they're the greatest thing since sliced bread all of a sudden. They're still the Cowboys, and the Bucks are bad. The Niners are by far and away better, and it's going to be closer than what they had Monday night. So give me the Niners and Brock. The cow or the listeners disagree with you. They're going Cowboys, but I do agree with you, Danny King. I'm going with uh, I'm I'm going with the Niners this week. They're just they're just too good. And okay, you beat. Congrats on beating the Bucks. You haven't been out of the divisional round in 25 years. The, the 49ers are winning this game. Justin, who do you got? It's a picture of Bobby's nice face morphed. Um, I have the 49ers. They're just a much better team. A much okay. A much better. I thought you've been like on the Cowboys bandwagon. Now, well, Mike McCarthy doesn't give a coaching advantage. I changed my mind. All right, that's spread picks for this week. Time for the Giants Eagles predictions. Danny, what is your score prediction? Uh, I called the shot last week that the Giants would win, as we all did, because we're all believers in this team. I mean, you all have seen the vibes, the videos of the team just dancing and having fun. They're loose. They're feeling it. They're not afraid of the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not either. The New York Giants are going to win. They're going to win a close one again. I'm going to call it again. They're going to score 30 points once again. Boom. Because we're a 30-point team now. Giants win. I think so, thir- too. 31 to 23. Uh, they will go on to San Francisco, California. Oh, I just realized that might be interesting. I might have to consider that game. But the day oh. will go on to San Francisco, California to play the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, be one step closer to the Super Bowl. Who cares about the Eagles? They suck anyway. That city sucks. Let's go, Giants. Got Giants win. Danny, I really, I really hate Philadelphia. Like, I, I hate them so I hate so them with much. all my heart. Justin, what's your score prediction? I'm going to read you something that I read on the podcast on Wednesday anyway. And I need time to find it, so I'm editing this out. I just remembered it. Play the Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. I got it. The 2011 Giants were eight and a half point underdogs in the divisional round to a team they lost to in the regular season, and a win would send them to San Francisco. And the 2022 Giants are seven and a half point underdogs in the divisional round to a team they lost to in the regular season, and a win might send them. To San Francisco, California. The Giants will win 24 to 23. 24 to 23. All right, man. It's I'm in full bloom belief in Daniel Jones. I really am. Like, you know, he beat the Vikings. The, the Vikings are not a great defense. You know, he, he played really well. But we talk about, I, th- I think this cat's cold-blooded. I really do. And I think I don't care how many punches Philly lands. I think he's just going to get up and punch back every single time. I really do. 
Like I think he's going to grit this Giants team to a victory. This isn't just me giving him a pump up speech. I really think Daniel Jones is going to grit this Giants team to a pump up or to to a victory. And I think on the other side, like I, I think after this game, people are going to be saying Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. You can call it hot taking reaction, but I, I really think it's going to happen. Giants seventy seven, Eagles zero. We appreciate you guys. We will be back for a victory Monday, victory Sunday podcast. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go big. Blue.